<clears throat> this is Leonard Angelo. This is uh, December 13th, 2016. Uh, disengage label makers uh, leaving Friday with a stack of folders. Checking emails on vacation. Uh, if you have to justify your rest, you will have to justify your work. Uh, Susie Orman. Uh, do I exist without proof? And who am I if no one can tell me? These are things that are on my mind today. Uh, partially, partially because... Sorry, this is another continuing journal in my December. Attempt to clean house in December and make, make space for, for progress although I hate that word, and uh, improvement, and a better January, uh, a harder December, so a better January, December showers, and January flowers, etc., etc. Disengage is the first thing I wrote down because I was listening yesterday to the Galaxy of Super Adventure podcast, which is a lot of fun and I like it a lot. Uh, again, host Jersey Drozd of Lean Into Art and other things. Uh, and this time joined by uh, Zach Giolongo. Uh, well, he's always on the show. But And, uh, uh, oh crap, I'm forgetting the guest name. Blah, forget it. I keep sorry because I only got about halfway in because I had to leave work yesterday, so... But at the, at the beginning of the, the episode, why I bring this up, they were discussing, the topic is disengaging from one's art. Disengaging began in the discussion about how to, I think, I think where they were going with that was how to uh, take, uh, I don't know, uh, separate yourself from your work, take breaks, how to be off. Uh, etc. When one is particularly on all the time. And I gotta be honest, this topic rubs me all the wrong ways. It's like I'm a wet cat and somebody's going against the grain of my fur with a, with a scrub brush. I don't like this topic. Because, and yeah, I'm not mad at them. I'm gonna be angry about the topic, but I'm not mad at them. I understand. We're all guilty of this topic. But I friggin' hate this topic because... And it made me think. And that's why I'm recording this. Uh, It makes me think of all the ways in which we are wrong in our our, uh, outlook on life. And all the ways in which we are wrong in in society. In the way we engage with other people. The way we engage in what we do and why we do it. All of it is wrong. It's all wrong-headed. And I come to this place after years of being wrong-headed. And now having to break myself of that wrong-headedness. Like it's a set, like it's a broken bone that's set wrong. And now i got to re-friggin' break that thing. Oh, it's like my nose. i got a crooked nose. So my crooked nose, I want to fix it. got to be broken first. And it's very painful. If it hadn't set that way in the first place... 
I wouldn't be dealing with it later in life. And that is sort of how our society is. We're so ingrained in this idea of, uh, what am I talking about? I'm, I'm starting with the vent without defining what it is I'm upset about. Uh, the idea that, uh, that we are our work, and, and uh, Zach Giolongo brings this up uh, pretty early in the episode. You know, the whole premise of, this, of the scenario they're discussing has, is based on the uh, assumption, the primary assumption that we are defined by what we do. And therefore, everything we do, being on is when we are us, and when we are off is when we are different. And we somehow have to define what, what it means to be off, because we're already completely certain about what it means to be on. Well, that's a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry, that's bullshit. You don't know what you are when you're on either. Okay? Just because you have something you feel passionate about doing, and maybe just because you're able to make a living doing that, that doesn't mean you know who you are. You don't know shit. We're all in a cloud of nonsense. We don't know anything about anything. Why am I so worked up about this? Well... Because I'm one of those people who's been guilty of defining myself by what I do. And maybe this bothers me so much because for years I was defining myself as a failure because of what I couldn't do. Uh, and therefore the work was defining me. Whether or not it came across well or successful. It didn't matter because it had defined me. Early on, I had decided that I was an artist, that an artist meant this and that. I had a whole list of criteria of what it meant to be an artist. And then you define yourself. You set yourself in a little box, and there you sit in your stupid little box. I know exactly who I am. My world is small because I'm an artist. An artist is A, B, and C. But that's not true. So if I'm not being an artist, what am I? This is the primary question of the podcast. This is the primary question of people who ask what it means to disengage, what it means to take a break, etc. Like, like you got to justify it somehow. Like your life, your life revolves around the little box you put yourself in. And when you, when you look outside of the box, when you open the little lid, it's a cigar box in this scenario, sorry, and you're the size of a mouse and you peek out of your little box, you lift the little lid takes all your strength to lift that little lid and look outside. What's going on out there? That doesn't have anything to do with art. I'm going back inside. That's a bullshit way to live your life, I'm sorry. And I think uh, why this rubs me the wrong way is because we always ask this I'm Look, and I'm as guilty as anybody. I've been doing this for years. Asking this question. Being stupid like this. What does it mean if I take a break? What does it mean if... What, what, who am I if I'm on vacation without my sketchbook? I... I don't know what I'm going to do. I might have to look at things. I might have to actually engage with the world and talk to people. I might have to look at that thing without drawing a picture of it. But then, how will I know that I looked at it? If I didn't draw a picture, how will I know? Ah, it's funny. Why am I thinking of this? Well, uh, because... Essentially, if you set yourself up like this, where you believe that you are your art, and your art is you, that art, that when it fails you, and it will, 
you, the whole thing comes falling down. Your whole identity comes falling down. I'm not doing anything on my list because, because I'm ranting. I'm sorry, I'm so worked up about this. It makes no sense. And it has nothing to do with the topic of that episode. I'm just all worked up. I'm in a frenzy. All right, everybody step back. I'm getting real hot. I'm going to explode. Uh, so Zach Giolongo in the episode brings up the idea. Uh, well, all of this is sort of fundamentally under the, within the premise of we are what we do. And I have a problem with this because I think a lot of, a lot of what we do in our society is define ourselves by our work. Whatever the work is. And artists, artists seem to put themselves in a special category when it comes to workaholics. You know, like, like if somebody's, a, I don't know, an investment banker and he, and he neglects his kids or he's single and he's 67 years old. He's a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a confirmed bachelor because uh, I've been so busy. I've been married to the money this whole time. And the guy's, you know, works an 80-hour week and, and, and never has time for his family and, you know, sends him a towel every Christmas. Basically, Ebenezer Scrooge, my favorite, one of my favorite characters of all time. If your guy lives his life like that, you're like, well, that guy's an asshole. And he, and he missed the point. His whole life is ruined. He turned his back on love. He turned his back on family. He turned his back on everything in life so that he could count his, his, his I could sit in my counting house. Are there no workhouses? Are there no prisons? But you turn Ebenezer Scrooge into an artist and you put him over a canvas or a, or a sketchbook, or a, or a Cintiq, or whatever it is, and he's sitting in his stupid studio, and, 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 and there he is, night after night, Bob Cratchit is his, is his uh, personal assistant. Mr. Scrooge, would you like me to flat that panel for you? Sorry, Bob Cratchit would not do that. I'm off topic. Anyway... We, we, would, we consider that a hero, right? Artists get to paint themselves into a, no pun intended, into a, a special, I don't know, narrative. Because somehow it's more, uh, what is it? I don't know, it's more beautiful or something. There's more, there's more nobility to it than making money. It's, it's the same stupid nonsense. Come on. Everything you do that doesn't involve engaging with other people or loving or taking care of... Or, I mean, you're not a fucking doctor, sorry. You're not a doctor. You're, a, you're an artist. You don't, get to, you don't get to be on call on Thanksgiving and Christmas morning. I'm sorry, kids. I'd love to watch you open the presents, but uh, the art desk calls. It's, no, it's BS. That's not a way to live. I'm not getting to any of my topics because I am ranting. I really want to address these things. Uh, I think that's going to have to wait until another time. Maybe, maybe I got this out of my system. Why is this important to me? This idea of disengaging. All right, so uh, let me explain the premise. The premise is, what strategies do we use to disengage from our art practice so we can live a life? that is balanced, that has work-life balance. Work-life balance, quote-unquote, is the, uh, the most useless buzzword or buzz phrase 
that I've ever heard. Work life, there's no such thing as work life balance. There is life and you wedge work into it. Period. There's no balance there. There's the finite resource of time. The only finite resource that we really have as humans in this body, by the way, finite resource of time. You can always make more money. You can always do this or that. But you can't bring back your time. You can't earn your time back. So when you live your life in a way that's structured around your work, you've essentially sold your resource. And, and what are you getting in return? And that's, wow, that's the last point on my list. I'm going to have to do another one about this. And nobody should have listened to this. If you have to justify your rest, you have to justify your work. I'm thinking that I question the premise of work-life balance, of, of taking breaks from work, because the assumption here is that we need to find ways to explain our uh, leisure time. Because the leisure time does not in and of itself uh, have a, a legitimacy. That anything we do that is not work is illegitimate. And that the work is inherently legitimate. Again, a bullshit assumption. It's not true. Think about that. Listen, I work at a job, right? And everybody at my job takes folders home every weekend. And everybody, every week there's an email at, at my job that says, anybody who would like to work overtime, we're opening the building between such and such an hour on Saturday and such and such an hour on Sunday. And it always changes, right? The time changes. But the fact that it's open doesn't change. Anna, ever, 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 every week it's open. Every week. And every week the executives around here take their folders home. Now, we are not doctors without borders. We are not creating medicines that will cure cancer. We're not doing any of that shit. What we make here is sell, we sell things to other people who buy things. Big deal. It's, it, there's, not, there's no reason for these people to neglect their children. There's no reason for these people to not fall in love. There's no reason for these people not to go out to happy hour on, on a Friday evening. I don't know what they do. I, who cares? The point is, there's no reason for us not to be romping in the park. It's not illegitimate. And it's not legitimate just because it's work. And it's not... Le- okay, if, if work is inherently legitimate, then art is inherently more legitimate? Because art is better work than regular work? You would never le- you'd never say it's okay for somebody to, you know, work 100 hours on doing something dumb. Like, I don't know, working a deep fryer. You never do that. You'd be like, you're crazy. Why don't you go out and enjoy your life? I can't. I'm never going to meet anybody standing behind this deep fryer. But that's okay because there's nobility in the work. <laughs> Such bullshit. It's because artists can fool themselves into putting their identity into what they do. We can fool ourselves because we're creative. So creating, I don't know, I think a lot of us have wrapped our head 
we, a lot of us have, have, have uh, bought into this idea that, that creating makes you like a god. And nobody will say that out loud because it's too, it's too touchy-feely and mystic. But I'll say it because I'm that kind of guy. We're all sort of operating under the assumption that we're God and that things that we create are important because we're creative and other people are not. Our work has this, this uh, big, bigness to it, this importance to it that other work does not. But it doesn't really. I mean, it's as important as it can be and that's good and it's fine and there's nothing wrong with it, but it isn't. There's no reason why it's, it's inherently legitimate. Absolutely not inherently legitimate. Therefore, if your work has to be, if your leisure has to be justified, then your work has to be justified. You don't get to pick, you don't get to just operate under the premise that your work is all important. Important enough to sacrifice for. And I have sacrificed some, not as much as others, but, and when I look at my life, I weep a little bit. And when I look at other people's life, I weep a lot. I got some good friends from college who have worked in the animation industry since they've been in college. And neither of them, two people that I can think of in particular, neither of them is ever going to meet anybody and fall in love and travel the world and none of that stuff. They won't do any of it. They won't do any of it. They're too busy. Because the work's too important. You know? Apparently that animated series uh, that will be cancelled three months from now is very important. Mm, this is a big topic and I, I think I have a lot to say about it. None of it good. Uh, perhaps I should uh, leave this for another time. But this is on my mind today because I have spent my, my last week neglecting things that I would have liked to have been doing. And I've spent a few years neglecting things that I would have liked to have been doing. And there is not an unlimited amount of time. There's not an unlimited amount of time for me to make work either. Uh, that is another thing I think about. And those two things are in opposition. They're in a struggle. A constant struggle. Like Gandalf and the Balrog. To the depths of the earth, just plummeting. Who will emerge? I don't know. Who's Gandalf in this scenario? I don't know. Uh, all right, I think I'm gonna revisit this when I maybe the 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 rant over. I can revisit this with some clarity. All right, this is Leonard Angelos, December thirteenth.